0: Hey everyone, so today I wanted to talk about life as an ex-vegan now that it's been two years that I've been no longer vegan um, and everything that I've experienced so far um, in recovery, uh, especially since a lot of the stuff isn't talked about that readily, you will most likely find mostly pro-vegan content, pro-vegan propaganda everywhere on YouTube and so on and so forth. There's still plenty of doctors that are like, well, you can do it if you want to, you know, um, with proper supplementation. There's lots of dietitians that are well known on YouTube, like Abby Sharp, I believe her name is, for instance, that says you can if you want and all of these things, um, that it's like a viable option if you so choose. And uh, nobody really ever talks about what it means to recover, what it takes to recover, just the fact that it's not a viable option, as much right and so I really really want to put that out there even though this is the spiritual podcast and it's about spirituality and don't get me wrong I'll definitely be most likely saying something spiritual in the midst of all of this it's just one of the many things that I want to kind of just let myself ramble on about (laughs) to help whatever and whoever whatever situation and whoever is listening to this um in whatever way possible in their highest divine good um so yeah first and foremost the number one thing that i did that was not correct um is just assuming that just because i'm no longer vegan that everything's gonna be okay now like that i'm fine i don't really need to do anything extra i just have to eat non-vegan food and i'm gonna be okay um no actually and it also depends on the person and how long you were vegan, and how much damage it's done to you. I was vegan for seven years, and um, definitely had a lot going on, um, especially when it came to my just skeletal structure, uh, skin structure, um, and mo- more. <laughs> more than likely, not just my joints and ligaments, but probably my organs as well, which is scary to think about. So here's the thing right okay so we understand that a lot of us you know hear and you know do take in gelatin hear about you know taking in gelatin taking a collagen taking a bow broth organ meats and all those things not all of us take it seriously and not all of us understand that especially when it comes to collagen you're going to want to take more than the recommended amount because you are not someone who was just you know, always eating right and then all of a sudden you're just wanting to make sure that your skin and hair and nails are healthier and your joints are healthier you're someone who has been literally whose body's been eating itself and you're depleted in a lot of cases, majorly depleted um, and it's just not the same it's not the same ballpark it's not the same game so what i've noticed and this is just my personal anecdotal um just Thing that i've been doing for myself what i've noticed for myself always talk to your doctor always talk to a nutritionist when you're embarking on you know healing and wanting to heal or wanting to recover and so on and so forth um this is just what i found for myself for someone who hasn't been able to really afford to go see anyone and and it has just been just in my own you know, i've been researching and hearing you know nutritionists and stuff speak on these things and just kind of, um, you know, three, six lining it where I'm just learning through experience, um, is first and foremost, collagen at least three times a day is optimal. And um, if you're taking collagen every day and your knees still hurt and you're not seeing improvement in your skin and your cartilage, and your hair and your nails, take more, take more. Um, I'm not saying forever, but if your body is not getting enough, then you're not going to be seeing enough. What I've noticed ever since I heard this one doctor say, like, even just for people who weren't vegan, to say initially, take it three times a day for the first two months um, and then go back to a smaller amount. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I've been... I haven't been eating properly for I don't know how many years because before I was vegan I was I was pescatarian, you know, and it's like okay, so there's 16 years under my belt of like not eating properly. Um, <clears throat> I better be taking more, <laughs> and I did, and I, that's when I finally started to see a difference. And the scary thing is, and I probably talked about this before is that if you miss a couple days, you're going to start to be in pain again because, and you'll start to see a difference in your face too, where your body will literally start to catabolize itself again and very quickly. And why is it doing that? It's because it's healing and recovering uh, vital organs and parts of your body. So if you have that going on and you take a couple days off of collagen for whatever reason, either you ran out or... You're, you're out of town and you didn't take anything with you, whatever, um, the the cosmetic benefits start to decrease and actually reverse because your body's repairing and doing serious rep- reparation on vital organs and um, other parts of your body that need that the most. So, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> I, I have incense burning and it's starting to make me get all froggy in my throat anyway so yeah it is important to not only take at least at least i would say at least twice a day but see how you feel uh if you're not seeing and feeling results after the daily recommended uh, amount then i would take i would take it twice and see how you feel then and if you're still not seeing results take it three times and then see what's up uh, and do that for a while until you start to see actual full-bodied results right um for instance <laughs> vital wheat vital protein vital wheat <laughs> vital protein and garden of life have taken the scoops out of their collagen um, you know packages and I just that made it even more so the case where I started taking more than I was before and I'm starting to feel more like myself, more than ever, and I started to notice some significant changes in my appearance, like, for instance, a lot of ex-vegans have the right side of their body a little bit, um, you know, more traumatized by being vegan and that means like just the bone structure has been whittled down more and the cartilage has been whittled down more and the everything has been whittled down more on the masculine side of the body from not taking in animal products um and one of the things is that you'll notice it it, you'll definitely notice like um the nostril on the right side being raised up because that cartilage has been taken down basically by the body uh, same thing with the eye socket on the right side the eye will tend to be look will look larger and like you know like it's it's sticking out more uh, because the eye socket is being taken down by the body because um, the body is literally consuming itself and it starts with the right side typically the, the masculine side <clears throat> um, that does come back and I'm the first person to tell you, I'm probably not the first person in general, but I will be the first person to tell you that it does come back. It does come back. Your body does regenerate. I've seen it. It's happened to me um, just recently. It took it took my, the cartilage on my nose a little longer to come back, but it did. And it definitely did after I was taking more than just one serving a day of collagen, you know? And that was a consistent multiple servings a day of collagen and then also implementing gelatin, um, into that routine as much as I could. That's still something I'm getting used to implementing on a regular basis on top of the collagen. And eventually I want to start getting in the habit of making uh, bone broth on a regular basis as well as making sure I'm getting in organ, organ meats on a regular basis too. Um, those are all important things to be adding to your diet um, also a nice little treat is making yourself some homemade marshmallows that are made with gelatin i personally don't make mine at home i will be eventually one day um, but i love getting uh zephyrs these russian um, marshmallows that are like a, are covered in chocolate from the european uh, market by me they're so good and they might be made with agar-agar, but they're st- but still, they're made with egg whites. And my body just loves, loves those things so much that, like, literally, dro- I drool. I drool when I eat that. Like, my body's like, yes, please, give me more. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And there is this whole thing, aside from, like, you know, just veganism, being an ex-vegan, um, that I've learned recently. I think it was, like, from... What is that one... He's like a neuroscientist. Is, he, is it Hubert? Hubert? I, I think it's like Hubert or something. His name is like Hubert, <laughs> something like that. Um, <clears throat> where he talked about how there's studies that talk about how when you add protein to to carbs, your body processes the carbs. Better, So you don't gain weight. And I've also heard this from um, a fellow ex-vegan who's now a dietitian or or nutritionist. I can't, I don't really know um, exactly, but she coaches women with uh, eating disorders and, um, you know, helps them go into recovery, especially when it comes to women with eating disorders or Uh, ex-vegans that have lost their periods and have amenorrhea and she specializes in helping women get their periods back and their lives back after restrictive dieting and or eating disorders and she talks about this as well where it's totally fine and it's the reason why we we do it traditionally to have dessert after you've had dinner because dinner typically is high in protein and then having some sugary carbs afterwards is more than okay obviously within normal amounts like gorging yourself on stuff and eating like a whole box of oreos and like crap like that but like you know having a nice dessert after dinner is totally great for instance um and you know the most important thing is that you are moving your body and you're taking in those standard food items that help your body stay strong And to regenerate, that's the most important thing. Um, And then everything else is, like, extra, right? So there's that whole thing. Um, I've been taking a lot of supplements, and I don't really want to talk too much about that because it's definitely also a personal thing. Um, But, you know, especially after I had COVID, I haven't been able to really feel good unless I was taking zinc, Uh, Omega 3, um, magnesium, D3, and I also take uh, a vitamin C every single day. And I have that with buttermilk in the morning when I wake up. That's like I have a tall glass of water, then I have buttermilk with my vitamins. And then ideally, I eat breakfast and then have my coffee with collagen. Um, But usually, it's my coffee with collagen and then breakfast. And that's um, how I do my mornings and that's how I've been feeling my best. And then also making sure that at least like three to four times a week I'm getting sunshine and getting outside um, in the sun for at least like about, at the very least, five minutes. Um, And, you know, but, but some days it's like it might be just like a minute, but still it's good that your body receives that, you know, hit of sunshine and daylight, even if it's for a short amount of time, it's better than nothing. Um, And a big thing to recognize when you're recovering is that, you know, it depends on where you are, but a lot of us end up very sedentary and very, like, low energy and kind of stagnant because malnutrition will do that to you um, for many reasons, a lot of times because malnutrition does lead to mental illness and it does lead us into bad habits and sedentary lifestyle um because we slowly have less and less energy a lot of us especially in my generation that were vegan were being encouraged to work on social media to spread the the news spread the gospel of our cult (laughs) keyboard social justice warriors you know like um so it was very it's it was even more so like a lobster in a pot or a frog in a pot where you know, when you're working for yourself and you're sitting in your bedroom or in your office all day or just in your house all day working from your phone and your computer, it's hard to really realize just how much energy you don't have. Because a lot of times, for instance, for me, there was a point where I, was in home, I wasn't living by myself. So I was spending a lot of time in my bedroom and I was in my bed all the time. And it... <laughs> So, I was working from my bed and just in my bed constantly. And it's like a double edged sword at that point, right? Because not only am I just because of my work is like that, and you know, spending a lot of time in my room and not changing up my environment or moving my body. It was also because i didn't have the energy to do anything else and also starting to get like social anxiety i wasn't able to process my emotions properly i was like overly sensitive it was like a live wire basically is what happens when you're vegan long enough you become like this emotional live wire and your mind is overactive because it's under stress and searching out um it's in the mode to be able to search out sustenance right it's in a panic mode that's pumping it out cortisol, that's looking for the problem as to why you're starving, as to why you're not getting the proper nutrition, as to why things are the way they are. On a subconscious level, that is what's happening to you. Whether you realize it or not, your body is more anxious and running on cortisol, stress hormones, and making you at the same time zapped and overwhelmed because your body's se- searching out and seeking out as why, and giving you the the like the energy and the you know the kind of just background noise uh, to make it so that you figure out what it is that is wrong with you, so you fix it right. So what I noticed that um, what helped me because even after you stop, there's still repercussions that are up ahead and um especially if you get covid because that just like brings more inflammation into your body and your your body goes even more so in that cortisol panic state of like please fix yourself and find the problem so um what i started to do instinctually is i understood that um if i tell my body that i'm fine i'm telling my body that i'm fine by giving my body food by giving my body nutrition, by you know showing my body that we're safe, that we're okay, that there's no danger, is by you know making sure first and foremost that I was eating, and and then on top of that, it's also really great just to have that intention and have that awareness in your mind. So I started that started um, me doing the whole buttermilk thing in the morning instead of just having straight up coffee. Because for a while, even after I quit veganism, I was just getting up and not even having water before I had my coffee, <laughs> um, and then I realized, you know, just how bad that is. Because I started to have really bad anxiety again, and then you know moved into that state. So it is important for your for anybody who's suffering from anxiety and like um, just overall mood disorders uh, to know that. Making that conscious choice and effort to tell your body that you're safe and that everything's okay starts with um, nourishment, nourishing your body, because that, on a primal instinctual level, tells your whole entire system that there is no threat. There's nothing to be looking out for. There's there's no danger. You're nourished, you're safe, and you're secure, and there's less to worry about. And therefore, your body's not going to be in that high alert, cortisol-like stress, panic-driven state. It's going to slow down, calm down, and then allow you to just rest and heal first and foremost, not to mention get into a more positive, uplifted, joyful almost euphoric state where you become more creative and um, more open-hearted because there's less of chaos <laughs> for your body to think that there it exists, if that makes sense. Anyway, so that's another thing. So knowing that gelatin and, and collagen, basically things that are high in glycine, are important for your body to rebuild itself and to uh get healthy again um but it's also just the fact that you're eating regularly and that you're proper properly you know nourishing yourself um on top of that because just eating whatever that is not vegan is not enough Um, We all know that, but sometimes, you know, we get wrapped up in other things in life and we just kind of mark that off our plate by thinking, you know, oh, we quit, so we're fine now. And that's not the case. You got to be more intentional with your food and make sure your body's getting what it needs even after you quit and you're no longer just a vegan. Um, And then finally, it's giving yourself the time and the space to process things in a way that you need to process it because a lot of us, have different experiences with quitting veganism. For me, thankfully, I was in a space where I was ready to quit and I knew exactly I had had high clarity on the whole thing from top to bottom, not just health-wise, but just like the whole bullshit around it. And even into spiritual into spirituality because I was like a huge stronghold for a lot of people and still is, just this whole spiritual propaganda about being a vegan or being a vegetarian and that kind of dogma that's around that. And being able to break through that without getting caught up in other kinds of dogma was also a really big blessing, which is why, you know, I really want to kind of give my experience out there into the world. Because I feel like a lot of people get caught up from one dogmatic state to another and not really getting like full clarity and full healing and stabilization, but kind of just like being destabilized and then running to another like school of thought that's also not helping them and nourishing them and healing them but maybe causing more havoc and wreaking more havoc on their mind and body and soul. So it's important to understand these things for yourself. In my previous videos, I talked about how, you know, we're moving into the cross of the phoenix and according to human design, which is meaning we are moving to a more independent sovereign state of existence and in order to do so universe is showing us the dark sides of the opposite of what that is which is like communism uh you know totalitarianism um you know those types of things and people are learning that the hard way and we'll be learning that the hard way so more than others i mean all we can do is pray that we don't actually go into (laughs) full-blown what everything is being planned out to be by the dark but um just maybe enough so that people can see the truth and so that can be stopped. But who's to really say what the future entirely holds? All we can do is just focus on the now and kind of just leave that in the back burner and just allow and trust God to take precedence in our lives and to first and foremost focus on God, have a stronger relationship with God and allow God to be our strength and peace and to just further live our lives feeling our best and, you know, just uh, being our best (laughs) without being crazy. And which also doesn't let us to feel our best and live our best lives. We're like super hyper-focused in anything really. Um, But, you know, life is all ups and downs. The goal is to be balanced, but we're rarely ever balanced. So again, anchor into God because you're not perfect, nobody's perfect, and nothing is perfect, and we're all, we're all here to learn and grow, and yeah, yeah, we're all here to learn and grow. That's another thing. Like, don't beat yourself up for making the mistakes that you made, um, you know, it's easier said than done, to like, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. we all do things to learn from things in life no matter what it is um so just what did you learn from making this mistake in this choice and then how can you use that lesson productively in a healthy happy manner that really br- helps you thrive in life because if you're still in recovery especially i wouldn't say like you know go guns a blazing and, and become a social justice warrior to the degree on the opposite end of of the spectrum, but to like allow yourself to just kind of relax and mellow into your life and let your body heal because your body needs to be able to heal and restore itself. So let's not add more stress to that plate. Again, not going to those extreme dogmatic states, but finding that inner truth and peace and connection with God and just live your life, nourishing yourself, mind, body, and soul, and allow yourself to be restored you know is the most important thing everything else will fall into place just have faith in god and i was going to talk more about other things but really let's just keep it at that for now i'm going to be back soon i'm going to be talking more about vedic astrology i'm going to be talking about the mula nakshatra um and Bharani, but mostly mula in the next upcoming episode because it's one of those signs just just like Bharani, that is misunderstood quite a lot and I have my Mercury in there, so I definitely, in my Navamsha chart. And for those of you who've listened to my previous episodes, you know that your Navamsha chart is a chart in Vedic Astrology that gets activated when your Saturn matures around the age of 36 years old. Sometimes it's 36, 37, but it starts and you will start to see it starting to take effect around the age of 35. That's usually when the nodal return starts to happen, um... You know the beginning stages of the nodal return, and then and then on into that final Saturn square of Saturn squaring our natal Saturn um, of adulthood. So yeah, that's gonna be a whole topic that we're gonna be exploring and uh, talking on next on spiritual podcast. And I hope you're having a wonderful weekend and that you're feeling great and that you're you know, going to be able to do everything you can to help yourself feel, feel your best because you deserve to feel your best. And I'll see you guys soon. One love.